Recovery Sort Of is a podcast where we discuss recovery topics from the perspective of people living in long-term recovery. This podcast does not intend to represent the views of any particular group, organization, or fellowship. The attitudes expressed are solely the opinion of its contributors. Be advised, there may be strong language or topics of an adult nature. Welcome back. It's Recovery Sort Of. I am Jason, a grateful guy, I think. And I'm Billy. I'm a person in long-term recovery. I'm Caroline. I'm also a person in long-term recovery. And we're talking about gratitude. It's a spiritual principle. It's time to do that stuff again. Gratitude. Uh, Importance as a level of spiritual principle. Like, how important is it amongst the spiritual principles? Oh, gosh. For me? Sure. Um, I mean, unless you want to try to answer for Caroline. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah, I guess it's. I mean, it's pretty high up there. I guess when it comes to recovery, uh, right. it's definitely one that ranks way up in the top three. I'm gonna agree with that. Yeah, Ooh, top, top three! three. Yeah, wow, top three. that's yeah. high up there. So, I I don't I don't know about top three. That's maybe maybe it's definitely important. I I agree with both of you on that. I think it's huge. Top three. What what are the other in the top three? Now that we're there, <laughs> I want to know. Uh, honesty. That was the one that came to mind for me. Really? That's up there? Is like Gratitude the most important? and willingness. Yeah. Wow. That's I, an incredible top three. I don't know what my other third is. I just know that, yeah, I was like, honesty Gratitude needs to be honesty. up there. Now, are we talking about, just, uh, I'm putting that into recovery. Like, what do I need to stay in this process of recovery? Not necessarily what I would rank for, like, my life, per se. And you said gratitude, honesty, and willingness? Yeah. Huh. And you don't know. You're just saying gratitude. Know. I don't know. It's too early in the morning. Wow. <laughs> I don't know. When they, got, when they got a spiritual principle called unconditional love, it's hard for me to think that that's not in the top three somewhere. Well, I'm thinking of it on what is like the foundation of my recovery built on. What things give me like a bedrock? Unconditional love, which is highly important. It wasn't a concept that I had very early on, for sure. Mm. And even now, that one can go away some days. Like, <laughs> I can definitely not be very unconditionally loving, you know? What about the idea that honesty isn't that useful because you can only be as honest as the lens you're able to see from at that moment? Like, all the times we talk about, hey, five years ago I had all the answers and now I don't because I was wrong about those. And you know what I mean? Like, we were being honest at every step of the way, but it, it wasn't necessarily great because we think of it as wrong now. Yeah. I mean, I guess the self-honesty for me, like not, I'm not going to listen to what other people say a lot of times. It's really up to me hmm. to, to, I don't know, decide I'm going to work on stuff or decide things need to change or, you know, like that, the level of honesty that I need for me to be willing to do work to be different just has to be really high. I don't know if I'm saying that right, but no, I kind of get what you're saying. I I was like, it sounds more like, like self-awareness or self-reflection, but I don't think they're on the spiritual principles. list. Yeah. And maybe that's somewhat with honesty, what I'm talking about, but yeah, it's, it's more self-awareness, self-honesty, self actualization. (laughs) 
All right, I've managed to sidetrack us long enough. Let's let's get back on topic. So, gratitude, as always, when you look up the definitions, they all suck. Yeah. <laughs> the quality of being thankful does not sound like what I feel when I feel gratitude. Uh, readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness. That's definitely not what I feel. Um, and then, of course, there's a ton of them that say the act of being grateful so then you got to go to grateful and I got appreciative of benefits received. That sounds fucking cheese ball. Um, affording pleasure or contentment. Pleasing. I'm like, eh. pleasing by reason of comfort supplied or discomfort alleviated. I kind of like that one. <laughs> yeah. So when I looked it up, I, again, I gratitude. Th thankful but then when i looked up thankful i i got conscious of benefit received which is very similar to what you said hmm. but i i liked that um i thought that 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 kind of fits within the framework of what i think when i when i think of gratitude it doesn't for me so here's one that i that i like the best you know yeah. that i of the ones i read it says the state or quality of being thankful a warm and friendly feeling in response to a favor or favors received thankfulness that has a piece of what I think yours is missing. Like I can be conscious uh, of the thing and be thankful for it and yet still not feel the gratitude in my life at that moment. And that's where I'm like, I don't know that that fully expresses the actual experience, like the sensation of gratitude. That's fair. Yeah, that's um, fair. But that was the best one. I, a lot of, like you said, a lot of them are like the act of being grateful or, you know, the act, <laughs> you know, that doesn't help. Right, right. <laughs> Stupid definitions. Um. I did find that a number of researchers have defined gratitude as a positive emotional reaction in response to the receipt of a gift or benefit from someone. I don't like that it's specific to someone. I don't think you have to get it from a human in order for it to be something you can be grateful for. Okay. So here's another thing I found. <laughs> Maybe we'll get something we like out of here. Gratitude has also been conceptualized both as a state phenomenon, as in the emotional reaction to a present event or experience, as well as a dispositional characteristic or trait phenomenon, like some people might just generally live more gratitude or feel more gratitude or experience more gratitude. Um, and it goes on to say, gratitude is the appreciation of what is valuable and meaningful to oneself and represents a general state of thankfulness and or appreciation. This proposed definition transcends the interpersonal overtones attributed to the term, that is, the construct of receiving something from someone, and allows for a more inclusive meaning, as in being thankful to experiences, or, you know, for the experience of being alive, or for coming into contact with nature, and it allows for the state and the trait context of the word gratitude. Yeah, and I think that's what I've... I'm going to say something I think is similar to what you're talking about. I'm going to try to simplify it for dummies like me and say gratitude can be a feeling, but it can also be a practice. Mm -hmm. Like you can get a gift and all of a sudden feel like, oh, wow, I really appreciate this gift. And you just feel it spontaneously out of nowhere mm -hmm. from receiving something. But it's also a thing that you can cultivate or grow in yourself by certain practices. So you know, it's not, I don't just feel grateful all the time. Mm -hmm. I can do practices that help to increase my level of gratitude. I'm I'm actually more confused about gratitude now than I've ever been in my life, even though <laughs> I don't think that confusion 
hinders me from like accessing the benefits or experiencing it or, or using it as a valuable tool in my life. And yet I'm still just more and more confused by the concept of it and and maybe what it is or if it's something different than love or I, I don't know. I'm It's interesting. Maybe we'll get into it as we keep talking. But I, I know you guys both seem kind of cued in and, and had some interesting like personal stuff. Do we want to start there? Just kind of talking about gratitude in our own lives? Sure. You can go first if you want. Yeah. So I, I gratitude's a big one for me. We've, we've talked about doing it on the show a few times and I keep telling Jason, I'm like, don't do that one without me <laughs> um, because I think it's it. While it might not be my number one most important, it's probably my favorite of the spiritual principles. And I think for me, you know, like when I when I came in and into the rooms, that phrase, a grateful addict will never use really resonated with me. Um, Maybe not day one, but certainly probably by the end of year one um, and is something that I've tried to continue to pull forward in my recovery over the years. Um, and then certainly as I've hit speed bumps in my life and, and experienced tough times, um, it's gratitude has become a bit of a coping mechanism for me and a way of kind of like putting things in perspective. Um, it's certainly not always the like I could have told you a few months ago, like I was not in a place of gratitude at all. I've talked on the show before about you know losing my job recently and and how difficult that's been, um, and it's been hard at times to be grateful through that. But I also know that it when I can do that and when I've been able to reframe, um, that's been really helpful for me. So um, yeah, gratitude's definitely one that I feel like throughout the course of my recovery, I can look back and say that has been a key piece of um, maintaining my mental well-being. Yeah. And I think for me, similarly, like it was that grateful addict will never use like that, that saying I liked. But I think back to like before I got clean this last time or in recovery this last time, I literally was taking a gun to stick it in my mouth to blow my fucking brains out. You know, I hated myself and hated my life that much that death seemed like a better answer than to continue waking up the next day. So as I got into recovery and started to do some things that started more positive trends in my life, it became pretty easy to remember, like, that's where the fuck you were. Don't forget that. Like, that's where your addiction ended, you know. No, it didn't necessarily end there because I still have it. But that's where your addiction took you if you don't remain in this process of recovery. So I'm just glad I don't wake up most days thinking death is a better option than waking up tomorrow. Yeah, I, I like that, Billy. I think you make a good point. Like, it's very easy in early recovery. I remember my gratitude lists, you know, with just a couple months clean were like, having a bed to sleep in, like having money to purchase food with, like very basic needs that, you know, once you stop using, it becomes easy to to meet those needs. Right. Easier, a lot easier. And so that gratitude list in the beginning is very easy. Like, it's just like, okay, like my life is not utter shit. So I'm <laughs> right. grateful. Um, right. And it becomes harder. The You know, I don't, my gratitude list today, 
my intuitive gratitude list today is not having a bed to sleep in because I've had a bed to sleep in for the last almost 20 years now. I take that for granted. Um, so I have to be maybe a little bit more uh, intentional to think back to like, oh, how it actually could be as opposed to like how it's been the last 5, 10, 15 years. And for me, that's where the importance of service work and staying connected to recovery, especially new people or like going into treatment centers to do like H&I work or being connected with actively using people, not actively using people, but, you know, people that are right there that are that are coming in new like that keeps that feeling fresh for me of what I felt like at the end of my using, you know, Absolutely. like if I get too far away from that, I feel like that feeling could go away. Yeah. I went yeah. to a meeting a few weeks ago. I told you this, I went to an NA meeting a few weeks ago and, um, because I was struggling with the work stuff and uh, life stuff and feeling crappy and trying to figure out, you know, what, what the solution to that was. And one of the things I walked away from that meeting was like, wow, people, People have it worse than me, you know, like even in the midst of not having a job and, um, you know, some other things that were going on in my life. Like there are people that are living in recovery houses dealing with like just crazy shit, you know, like, (laughs) and I hate to say that's like, that's not the only thing that I got out of that meeting, but it was (laughs) 90%. (laughs) It was a valuable thing. It gave me that. It gave me that perspective. Well, and for me, there's like the humility fits in there to where like, and I hate this, this is going to sound so terrible, but like when I do any kind of H&I work, it's almost like the shittier the facility, the better. Like they going into the jails or going into like the state run rehabs, mm-hmm. like that's the places that I ended up in my life. Right. And so I know that I am no better than any of those people. And that with a couple bad decisions, that's my life. Like, that's where I go. That's where I end up. And so when I go into to places like that to carry a message of recovery, it is like, God damn, I'm so glad I'm not stuck there anymore. Because it is, I mean, I hate to say it's, we're responsible for our own choices and the things that I did to end me up in those places, you know, were on me. But... I just, I'm grateful that I found this place in recovery that I could connect, that I could get some some benefit out of that helped me stay out of making those bad decisions. I'm not, I don't think like making a gratitude list as a form of trying to increase gratitude is a bad idea. And I, and I don't think that in general, it's necessarily totally bad, at least right this second. I, I don't think so. Uh, where we say something like, I'm thankful that I have it better than this situation, or thank God I'm not still in this kind of situation. I don't, I don't think there's like a broad, oh, that's terrible for an unhealthy, right? It does frequently, I think, borderline on that idea of, of spiritual bypassing we talked about. You know, Dave brought that on, like this idea of, well, yeah, people have it worse, but people have it better. And none of that actually addresses the way you're feeling right now. It just kind of, avoids the way you're feeling right now to convince yourself like no other people have it worse this is good fine you know what i mean like i I worry about that from that standpoint and that's where i think maybe that's not the healthiest practice all the time yeah well i think we can use any of the 
spiritual bypassing to get past any kind of negative feelings, you know, I guess is, is gratitude the foundation of spiritual bypassing or one of the practices of spiritual bypassing? No, no, I don't, I don't think it's the gratitude piece that's the problem. Like, I don't think it's like, oh, we're practicing gratitude and that's leading us astray. I, I think... Is that we're using it wrong? Maybe? maybe that's not gratitude. Yeah, right. You know what okay. I mean? Like, uh, maybe, uh, maybe there is a place for like, hey, I am glad I'm not in that place anymore. That is gratitude, right? But maybe also there's a frequency for us to say, oh, phew, at least I'm not there. But but it would more often be when we're doing it to others. I would imagine, like, not that we can't do that to ourselves, but anytime you're, you're saying to somebody else, well, look on the bright side, or it could be worse. Oh, yeah. Like that's always terrible. So why would it be okay to do it to ourselves? I, I do it to myself. But why is that okay? I don't know, but would it you helps. Do it to me or Billy? I've done it. I did it to you once. What, that? what happened? <laughs> and not, see, I did not go something well. <laughs> kind of like that, but I don't call that gratitude. Like I'll say, man, it could be worse, but I don't call that gratitude. At least for me. But isn't the the immediate next feeling gratitude that it's not worse? Not for me. Yeah. For, me, for me, it is. So, I you know I think in in a situation one thing that you know that this this job loss right so that hit me really hard. I I lost my job. It was um, with an organization I'd been with for a long time. My career was a huge part of my identity. Um, it was definitely an area of my life where I got a lot of um, like positive regard and positive feelings and and it was tough it was really tough um when when i got laid off and um i when i found out the news um part of my processing of that it didn't happen immediately was to to think back and say well this could have happened this could have happened 6 months after matt died you know like there's there's times in my life where that situation having happened sooner would have been just absolutely catastrophic. Mm. And and so that was for me, you know, like at least at least it wasn't like this. Like I'm grateful that, you know, I'm in a place, you know, when this happened at the end of the summer, at least I was in a place where like I could I could handle it. I could process it. I didn't have like already like I wasn't just filled to the brink with like trauma and grief. Mm. Um and so I was grateful for that and being able to look at it in that lens of like, you know, at least when this happened, it happened at a time where I could process and I could handle it and, and, um, helped me. And to me, that does feel like I was grateful that like it, it being grateful for the fact that it happened when it happened and not having happened sooner helped me to kind of process and, and accept the state that I, uh, the circumstances that I found myself in. And maybe as you're talking about it, maybe it's getting a little clearer for me. So I, I don't know necessarily that the problem is feeling gratitude for having the situation happen the way it did and not some other worse tragic way like that can be a legitimate feeling like oh yeah hey it could it definitely could have been worse and this is a lot nicer for me i think maybe the tactic that is troublesome is when you're using it to fix or correct you're almost using it like as the opposite of the feeling that you're already experiencing, which is this sucks. I don't have a job. I'm scared. I'm nervous. I'm anxious. And I feel like they're two separate things. Like both can be there at the same time. But I almost feel like when you express it, you're saying, Ooh, as long as I keep focusing on this, this one will go away. 
And I don't know that that's Yeah, well, I think that, what you're describing, sounds like the spiritual bypassing. Yeah. Like, that definitely sounds like... Well, that's what I I feel like when Caroline describes gratitude to me, she tells me, like, oh, I think of this thought about how it could have been worse some way, and then I instantly feel better. And I'm like, that doesn't seem like it's a solution, really. Mm. I mean, hey, if it works for you, feel don't feel better. So, yeah, and I, I guess that's what <laughs> I was I thinking bet. too. It's like for me, gratitude always has like a warm, positive feeling. You know, like when I think of gratitude or when I feel grateful, like it's it always seems like I'm thankful. Like it puts my spirit in a good place, uh, and I think maybe that's what's different than like the spiritual bypassing part. Mm. I want to come back to that because I don't want to move away from this thing because I found a good piece of writing on it. But I I do want to come back to the feeling or experience of gratitude because that's where a lot of my confusion is uh, nowadays. So I thank you for bringing that up. (laughs) Um, So I I did find a good writing on psychology today. And maybe this will help us kind of clarify the difference. It's called, you know, uh, one section invalidating your emotional experiences. Uh, You shouldn't feel this way. Remember, many people have it worse than you. Does this sound familiar? If you've had this thought, heard it, or said it yourself, you may have experienced a negative impact of gratitude. When you compare yourself to the circumstances of others, you risk minimizing and or invalidating your emotional experiences. Uh, So a family therapist states gratitude shouldn't be practiced in a way that compares ourselves to others. It's not about who has it worse or better. It's about finding what is available to us here and now that we can appreciate. Um, Another Dr. Hammond goes further by stating... It's important when practicing gratitude not to invalidate your feelings of stress. You can have both a strong sense of gratitude along with feelings of sadness, confusion, or anxiety. Um, Gratitude becomes unhealthy when it is weaponized to diminish or dismiss your own lived experiences of various stressors and harms. In some cases, it may even be a tool for gaslighting you about the the very reality of such stressors and harms. And then it gives some tips to avoid minimizing and invalidating your emotional experiences. Um, Experience and validate your emotions before you focus on practices of gratitude. If you focus on your emotional processes processing first, you may be less tempted to use gratitude to minimize or invalidate your emotional experiences. Remember that all your emotions are vital, including negative ones such as anger, grief, and even hopelessness. Uh, And it says, don't compare your feelings, thoughts, or situation with others. Instead focus, on, instead, focus on your personal experiences when practicing gratitude. For example, instead of saying, I should be grateful because many people have it worse than I do, simply say, I'm truly grateful for. Um, it, talks, it goes further and talks about hindering your emotional processing, um, maintaining harmful systemic issues. So if you, you know, we're giving ourselves this idea of like, be grateful for what you have instead of focusing on what you lack. And then there's like systemic oppression in your society. Maybe yeah. you don't want to be grateful for what you have. Yeah. Well, well I mean, when you were saying that, I immediately thought to like, cause my brain goes to like these extreme cases, but it's, it's like an abused wife, you know, saying like, Oh, well at least I'm grateful. My husband pays the bills, you yeah, know, and ignoring that he's like smacking her, you know, yeah. every day or hitting her every day. Like, yeah. That's My other where... three girlfriends are buried in the woods. At least right. I'm still breathing. Like... <laughs> yeah. It's like, that doesn't feel like a good reason to be grateful. <laughs> so, so yeah, I, I don't think it's necessarily that we can't have the appreciation of not being in a worse situation. I think that's a very real thing. I, I appreciate that my situation isn't worse for sure. But I do think we got to be careful around that line of like, are we just kind of gaslighting ourselves or spiritual bypassing or trying to convince ourselves of something without actually addressing 
the feeling we're having right now, which is absolutely not gratitude sometimes, you know? And that's where I get a little, I, I, I don't know, right? Like I can, I can suggest that people practice gratitude lists and tools and methods of increasing gratitude. But like, if you're not feeling better, I don't know that you have access to feeling gratitude at all, no matter what the fuck you do. Hmm. I, I really don't know. Yeah. No, it's, I mean, it's a lot harder. That's for sure. Well, and funny, I must have read a different article on psychology today, but it was talking about the, some the people are just, no, it's uh, very similar. Just, it simplified it, I think, a lot. I don't know if this is exactly what you were uh, saying, okay. but this is like a one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> so it just Probably. said, uh, gratitude involves a process of recognizing first that one has obtained a positive outcome and second that there is an external source for that good outcome. Hmm. So there's also a thing where certain people just their disposition is more geared towards gratitude mm-hmm. so by nature they're more grateful and that may fall into some level of de- like i've never been a person that feels like i've struggled with depression at least mm. you know being like sad a lot or yeah. overly depressed i mean i have some characteristics of depression but that's fascinating that you say that actually because i am obviously a depressed person i've talked about that plenty on yeah. here and gratitude has been a struggle throughout my life like yeah, it's hard to fucking feel good when everything's a goddamn bummer yeah yeah i mean i'm i feel like i i definitely also tend towards depression as well certainly and gratitude has been a bit of a solution for that but i can say i have never i can't remember ever making a gratitude list like that's just i've never done that Really? You've never nope. had a sponsor tell you you have to Oh, oh I'm sure they've told me to do and it. And you just don't do uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't feel like I I just, like say, I don't ever feel an overwhelming lack of gratitude where I feel like I need to make a list. I'm Are like, you, what you're the telling fuck, me, like, man? I'm walking around living. like <laughs> With 60 Days Clean, your sponsor that. says make a gratitude list and you're just like, nah, not doing that. Oh, I probably justified it in some way by saying, I just do it in my head. And then I just made a list in my head. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) I I have definitely tried the practice a couple of times, and it has not proven very fruitful for me. I don't don't know. That's one of these places I struggle, especially when we talk about these spiritual principles. It's like my experience has been when I have not felt good inside, when like life has just felt hard and stressful and overwhelming, I spiritual principles feel like the hardest thing in the world to practice and they don't seem to give me any benefit even when i white knuckle my ass through doing it like i'm like yeah i don't feel any better than i felt walking into this and i I don't know what that is i don't know if there's like if there's no positive feeling or very little positive feeling in your life like what the fuck are you supposed to be appreciative for it's like yeah i have a bed i don't fucking feel rested ever like i yeah i have food I don't ever actually feel positive after I eat it. Like, when is there room for gratitude there? So it's interesting, and I don't know that I have the answer to this, but there are some things that they say we can do to cultivate gratitude. I wonder, like, but I don't know if you do those things, if that'll mean that you feel it any deeper or any more, if that makes sense. Yeah, well, I, I will say this. As a guy in some of the worst places of my depression in recovery, 
I, I'm not saying they would or wouldn't work. I, I don't have any clue, but how the fuck can I do these regularly when I have zero motivation and I can't right. get out of bed for work? Like, I'm barely making it out of bed to feed my kids. Some days that's like cereal in a plastic Ziploc bag for them to munch on. But I guess for me, that's been my understanding of the recovery process in general. It's like I can't wait until the tragedy to do the work. I got to do the work so that when the thing comes, I'm ready for it, you know. But how do you do it when you can't? But yeah, and I would would also say that that's like that's like severe mental health issues. That's like saying, oh, well, you should be practicing your gratitude list when you're laid up in the hospital with, you know, two broken arms and you can't. You, you know what I mean? Like there, that's that's yeah. that's kind of a separate yeah, a fair point. situation. Like your health is is okay. is is not optimal at that point. I I totally agree. Uh, I'd say we're all on that spectrum somewhere. Maybe I do fall, you know, skewed towards one side of that or outside the bell curve. But there's probably quite a few people with a similar struggle. You know, in the fifty percentile and greater range, where where I'm at, you know, maybe the heightened extreme, but they're still in there struggling. And every step along the way, year after year, what I got was you just need to be more grateful. You just need to practice more gratitude. So the program I went to for a solution never suggested like, oh God, man, you're still not feeling better. Maybe you should like check out some other shit. Maybe it's not really a lacking in. And 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 not. I'm not trying to point fingers at the program. There's a lot of places in there where. I wasn't talking about how I felt because I didn't seem welcome and I was scared people would judge me and everybody else seemed to be happy. Why wasn't I? So there was like the internal judgment of myself and me not talking more readily about it. Like had I done that, maybe there would have been more suggestions of like, oh, you need some outside help. But I I don't know. I guess like where, what do we do for the people like me that are getting lost in the cracks? Like Hmm. that's, and, and it's, I, this thought occurred to me, and I'm not trying to get us way off topic, but I feel like I might as well share it since we're kind of along those lines. We talk about whether the programs work or don't work, but there's like zero fidelity in any of these 12-step programs. What you get out of attending a meeting and working steps with a sponsor in Baltimore or Cecil County might be totally different than what you get in Iowa or Wisconsin. And so it's just interesting that we we it can kinda, be different in Baltimore. Well, I mean. <laughs> well it can, but, but we debate the effectiveness of the program sometimes, and it's like the program doesn't even have any fidelity. We don't even all work the steps the same way. So, like, what are we really saying works or doesn't work? It's if you run into the right person or not. Basically. Well, it works if you work it, Jason. Uh, that's what they keep telling me. That's what they keep telling me. I just love those, you know, un- yeah. challengeable cliches well, I mean, like what does that even mean you know obviously <laughs> i should just be grateful that, <laughs> right. that, like in this program i had it better than people who weren't in the program i guess yeah. or something i don't know no i do i do hear you though because it's funny that you say that and i'm like wow like and i don't i'm gonna use the word luck but this is one of those things that I, just coincidentally or whatever like my first sponsor had mental health issues and had been on medication at one point you know and went to therapy and all that stuff and so i didn't get the message that na was going to fix all your problems and that those things weren't okay but i know other people get that message a lot and come in and think they gotta go off psych meds or not see a counselor and that the program's going to fix it and i just i guess back to your point of fidelity like i didn't get that messaging Mm -hmm. You know, just coincidentally. Well, it just it just makes me wonder, like when we talk about, you know, whether the program's 90 percent, 50 percent, 7 percent effective, like which program? 
<laughs> right. Is it the one Billy got with the person he happened to run into or the people he happened to be around or the program I got or the program Caroline got? So that's kind of, I don't know. That makes me feel even worse about debating. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, then we become God. a mishmash of, you know, our connections and people. we Right. Well, then it's like, well, what are we saying process. actually works then? Because it's not the same. Well, I think in general, I mean, next. not to get to, but in general, for, for my understanding is that this should be a process of learning about ourselves, learning about spiritual principles and how to apply them in our life. And that can look very different for different people, yeah. which principles they put more emphasis on, which ones they need more in their lives. Like me, like say, I, I, I don't know that I've specifically done a bunch of, you know, quote unquote work to be grateful. It's mm -hmm. just part of my disposition. It's just something that happens. I've never had to sit down and like monthly make a gratitude list so that I feel grateful. I can sit down for a couple minutes and think about a couple things and go, God damn, I'm lucky and just feel it. You know, like I can, and that's nothing that I did. That's not work that someone in the program taught me. It's just part of my nature. Whereas mm -hmm. that is not a part of your nature. So I've seen a major evolution and I don't know that I can call it I I don't know that I can attribute it to explicit work that I did to be more grateful but I do know that I was a much more pessimistic and negative person when I came in the program than I am today and I would say that that's a result of doing the work that I have done mm -hmm. and staying clean and and starting to be able to really recognize what what helps me and what hurts me. And when I allow myself to go down that negative path or that path of self-pity, um, that hurts me. Yeah, I can spiral with that. And so at some point in my recovery, I started to be able to halt that process um, before I got deep into it. You know, I remember with a few years clean, like, laying on the floor of my apartment, like crying, having this huge pity party for myself um, and and allowing my brain to, you know, it just it just cycles. Right. It's just like you just get further and further and further mm -hmm. into it. And and at some point being able to kind of see the signs of that thinking, that like negative thinking that like I have it so bad this is awful it's always going to be awful being able to catch that soon enough in the process to not go down that spiral um, is something that I acquired and I don't know what it is but I do think that gratitude has been a piece of that that sounds a lot like uh, what you're describing is a, a nervous system hijacking your body in survival mode you know what we're calling that pity party that's like that you can't, you lose touch with your logical brain, you lose touch with all that, and you can only feel what the feeling is right now, which is imminent doom and pending danger, right? And what you were able to do over time was find a safe enough environment for your nervous system to get triggered to a tolerable level for you that you could also do something with, you know, you could calm back down actively. And like, that's helpful. And maybe if we could tell people that instead of stop having a pity party <laughs> we might like help them shift a little sooner um and and yeah i mean it, it's not i don't disagree the practice of self-reflection the stuff that was in the steps it, it definitely assisted me i guess i just think there was ways that it held me up in thinking that i wasn't doing that well enough when really i needed something else there was no like alarm system or 
you know, branch tree formula for when I got to this yes or no decision to be like, oh, shit, I, I need extra. I didn't know that. It's not just me sucking. Because that was my life story all along anyway. So it was just living up to that when I saw that, you know. Yeah, I don't I Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. I see it so, in your face. I'm, I can take it. Well, time. and it, it's not a criticism. It's just more just a question. And I, I don't know that there's a good answer for the question. But it's like that sounds more like are we expecting the 12-step process to fix mental health issues? You know, like, and there are a lot of unqualified people that are sponsoring. And I say unqualified. They're unqualified to fix help someone deal with mental health issues. They're not unqualified right. to teach you how to work the steps the way that they work the steps, but they're definitely unqualified to tell you how to treat your mental health issues. And, you know, I, I mean, unfortunately, a lot of people coming into the program suffer from mental health issues. We know a lot of that stuff is kind of interconnected, mm -hmm. a lot of our trauma. Um, but it, funny enough with the trauma, it made me think of like the spiritual bypassing, right? Just to kind of go back to that for a minute. So you talk about the pity parties and stuff early on. I remember using a lot of those pity party reasons and my suffering was the reason that I used. So I would justify, oh, I was sexually abused and my parents didn't love me or take care of me and blah, blah, blah. And so fuck them and I'm going to do what I want and I'm going to use, you know, it's a good justification to use. And then when I got clean, like I would justify like, well, my sexual abuse could have been way worse and it might have minimized my experience with the sexual abuse that I later needed to deal with. But in that moment, like early recovery, like a year clean, I fucking might have saved my life, you know, just being like, well, it could have been worse. <laughs> like, But that's all the that's where I was at that moment. That was a step towards dealing with it. Um, yeah, so I don't know. That's maybe that spiritual bypassing helped in the beginning, but there did become a point where I needed more professional help outside of what I felt like the 12 steps or what I felt like, you know, my sponsor and people in my program could help me with. And at that time, I was able to go outside of the program to seek that professional help. Sorry, that was a big way to try to circle that all back together. No, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. I guess try to get us back on this gratitude. Um, you had mentioned a little while back that there was practices that could help increase gratitude. And I had a few pulled up. I know you had a few pulled up. Maybe we could talk about some of them and, and how people might be able to increase this gratitude thing that we... Yeah. I think and I guess yeah I guess I tr tie the gratitude into the like the almost the opposite of self-pity is gratitude so it's kind of where I was going with that it's like that self-pity leaves me locked into my addiction whereas gratitude can be a sort of counter to the self-pity so real quick we, we were talking about the gratitude list and Jason you were saying that there were times in your recovery that you know you were feeling so bad that like a gratitude list, didn't help at all like you could write it and you didn't it didn't resonate with you well, yeah i'm sorry go ahead and I, I i can relate to that i think there were times that i was just in such a crappy place emotionally that i would get um instruction from a sponsor usually to to write a gratitude list and i would do it and i'd be like i don't feel any of this I don't feel it. Right. Like I I know logically I should be grateful. These things today in my life are better than they were back then. And I can put it on paper. I don't feel it. But what I think would happen is that 
uh, that would trigger me back into that awareness of like gratitude is a practice that is helpful for me in my life. Mm-hmm. And in the hours, days, weeks following, probably not weeks because my memory is not that good, but in the hours and days following, it, it was then top of mind for me because I had had this conversation and I had done this practice that could come back forward almost in my subconscious thought. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I'm just thinking about, and, and, and obviously, you know, i not trying to go to extremes because that's, you know, maybe what I tend to do to prove points or to try to get a point across. But just this idea of like the times in my life when I could not seem to get my myself regulated or, or, or could not seem to gather control of myself, could not complete five straight days at work without calling out and not being able to get out of bed. Like at times sat in my room with a loving family, two rooms away and thought, man, there is a bridge, a really high bridge, like less than a mile away. I could just probably drive off of it. There's not much to feel grateful for in that moment, right? Like when nothing feels good, it doesn't matter if my bed is nicer than the fucking concrete I laid on some nights. I don't give a fuck. I still don't want to be here. <laughs> yeah. Like, but again, fuck that's a gratitude that, list. That's that extreme. Like your health is at, th- at that point. Like you're not even in a point of functioning at that point. I don't think the gratitude list helps when you literally can't like function through your day. Well, what's weird and, and I wish she was here to expound on it, but of course she's not. But my wife, you know, has suffered with depression at different times. Same like been like in bed crying, can't get out of bed for days and she said like early on in her recovery back you know she got clean 30 years ago there was more that old school kind of buck up yeah Yeah. and she said that's what people would tell her is you better fucking get up and get grateful and you know what i mean quit and i mean she the way she's told that story seems like it's what she needed in the moment i I don't know. <laughs> like, I I would say there could there could have been a better way to handle that for sure. Like that probably wasn't the best way to do it. And and she recognizes that too. Obviously, she's in a place where I think compassion comes first now more so than criticism or <laughs> judgment. Right, right. But but you know she had that experience like early on. She would say like I couldn't. I almost couldn't even get out of bed. Like I was so fucked up. And you know to ex-husband but would be like come on you know you got to get up and get grateful you know look at all this stuff you got going on in your life you know you don't need to lay here and throw a pity party and you know it wasn't a compassionate loving way of doing it but it it pushed her to do something different yeah i mean it could have pushed her to do something different he could have found her dead when he got home from work like it's true (laughs) i don't know man i don't know it just uh back to we were talking about journaling Journaling's yeah. the number one I got on mine. Is that the number one for you? Or it is. Yeah, I'm not. I mean, not that I don't want to recommend that because journaling's great. But any of the things for me, things need to be pretty easy and not overly involved. Mm. You know, and journaling to me always feels overly involved. I got to get a book. I got to think about my day. I got to start writing it down. It's going to take probably a half an hour. Feels like a lot. <laughs> and I got to do it every day, which fuck every day for anything feels hard. You definitely don't have to do it every day. But if you get yeah. the pen in the book, you don't have to do any of that. And it generally takes like five minutes to write a page. Oh, okay. Well, I'm over. <laughs> I, I tried some of it. Um, That's why I haven't even started. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't done I haven't done it for like two months. I will say that. But after our journaling episode, uh, you know, nice little plug for that. Uh, I did pick it up and I did it like close to once a week for nine months or something. So I, 
I'm still trying to get back started. I'm not and I probably only judge it because it's one of those things that I know I should be doing. I am sure I would benefit from it, and I don't do it, so I got to criticize it. <laughs> I told Jenny the other day I was – so Jenny was on that episode, and it was a good episode. We were talking about it just within the last week, and I was like, maybe I should start journaling. And oh, have yeah. I picked up a journal? No, I have not. I know. After that episode, I was like, I so got a journal. It would help me so much. Well, here, guys, you could do a gratitude jar instead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which is finding a jar and decorating it and think of at least three things every day you're grateful for and then put them in the jar. And then if you're ever feeling down, you can pull them out and look at them. Yeah. yeah. It doesn't. That feels like a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but for, you know, the just I think even just the process of getting a jar and for people that are creative, that could be like a therapeutic process. Oh, I'm not knocking it. I'm with you. Yeah, so I had... Uh... Think about people who have inspired you and what about them was most significant. Hmm. I like that. Yeah. And then write thank you notes. Ah, I saw that one too. Yeah. yeah. Thank you notes was interesting. Here's a gratitude rock. <laughs> a gratitude rock. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you pick a rock and you carry it around in your pocket and you sit it wherever you go throughout your day. Um, and then whenever you see it or touch it, you think of one thing you're grateful for. So like every hmm. time you put your hand in your pocket. Interesting. Higher. Wow. Engage in mental subtraction. Imagine what your life would be like if some positive event had not occurred. Hmm. And I guess that's what I do with recovery when I'm in service. You know, when I go out to other treatment centers and stuff, I think, man, what would my life be like if I didn't have recovery? I've found a gratitude garden, (laughs) a gratitude tree. There's a gratitude box. That sounds like the other one we looked at. Gratitude prompts, like, I'm grateful for three things I hear, I'm grateful for three things I see, I'm grateful for things I smell, grateful for things I touch, feel, grateful for things I taste, grateful for blue things, (laughs) animals, birds, friends, teachers, family members, things in my home, people who hired me, etc. That's kind of interesting to break it down. I sort of like that. That's why I kept going with reading them. Like, I've never really thought about... Categorizing? Yeah, or or breaking down my gratitude list into almost the senses. Like, I feel like that's an interesting way that, like, to be more curious about gratitude, right? Like, huh, what what am I grateful for tasting or for hearing, right? Like, maybe there's, it's kind of an interesting thing. Yeah, so maybe maybe use that. Gratitude reflection, gratitude flower. Okay, yeah, these are a little ridiculous. Yeah, and acts of service are always another good place to be, Mm. you know, find gratitude. If you go out, even if it's not through like a 12-step fellowship or whatever, if you go serve at, you know, a food pantry or a homeless shelter or any of those kind of things, that can give you some gratitude. Yeah, I don't want to waste everybody's time. There's a million things, apparently, that they've done research on with people measuring their gratitude levels and if they have more or less or better or worse of this or that and the other. The fucking list is exhaustive. I mean, it's pretty <laughs> much any possible thing you can have happen as a human is better if you have gratitude. Like right. sleep, blood pressure, overeating, patience, resiliency, optimistic. I'm not going to read the whole thing. There's like literally 600 of them. It's fucking ridiculous. So if you've ever thought, is gratitude important to have? I'm guessing yes. Just by that. Um, 
So I, I did want to talk about this. What I have experienced lately with gratitude, um, not I guess it comes in different waves or levels or strengths or whatever, but but generally lately I've been having this pretty intense experience of gratitude, and it's in moments where I am acting different than I've ever found myself able to. So like uh, the one that sticks out the most, I think, is just interacting with my kids, right? And and I'll I'll watch myself be different in a situation. I've told a couple of them on here over the time. One was when my daughter came in third running a race. And like normally my response would be something like, you know, hey, we're going to work on your starts and we're going to practice and we're going to win them next year or some shit. And like this time it was just how proud I was of her. Um, and I cried when I said it to her. Right. And it just meant a lot to me. And then I had another situation with my son a few months later. It felt like that, too. And then. You know, I've had quite a few of them lately um, in some of this family work we're doing and, and trying to connect and everything. And like, it really has made me wonder. It's such an overwhelming experience. And, and, and I guess the tears being with it, I'm like, is gratitude just love? Or is it just some other thing that we're calling gratitude? But like, it's really this profound experience of like love and connection, because I don't ever think of like feeling appreciative to the point where I want to cry. Not to say that I couldn't, I, I get that that exists in the world. Right. But I don't know. There's just something about the way it has touched me lately that has made me wonder like, what the fuck is gratitude really? What am I feeling so intensely in that moment? That is, I mean, it's warm and wonderful and, and, and awesome. And I, I keep trying to create more of that, but I, I don't know. It's a very in the moment experience. It's not like a, a reflective looking back or something I had to train myself for. It was like, I'm standing there. I'm being a good dad that I've always wanted to be. And I'm loving and caring and I'm just fucking crying. And I'm like, it feels like gratitude to me, the, the biggest form of gratitude. But I'm like, is it, is that a thing? Is it really just love? Like what the fuck is happening here? So. Well, the way, and this is probably an oversimplification, but the way initially I heard about, like the spiritual principles versus like, you know, addiction was sort of the love and fear thing. And, mm -hmm. and all spiritual principles are in the foundation of love and goodwill towards others. And, you know, addiction or fear is the opposite, like, you know, right. it's anger, resentment, all that stuff. And so it sounds like you're just being really grateful for this particular loving experience, like your gratitude but the experience was a loving experience. Yeah. I, I guess the weird part for me is like all this time I've thought about writing a gratitude list to increase my gratitude or doing this other thing to increase my gratitude and what it feels like for me. And, and that's not to say that there hasn't been like a ton of step work, self-reflection, therapy, practices, meditation. Like there's a billion things I do for my, my you know, general well-being regularly. Um, but what it took was like somehow feeling better. And like in those moments, not once do I have the space or capacity to think, oh, it's time to be grateful or this is so much better than before. It just comes over me. And so from that place, I'm like, is this really something I was practicing to get to? I mean, I get that I had to make I had to do some practices in my life to get to the place I'm at to be able to feel free to experience that, I guess, to get the clutter out of the way, maybe. But like, I don't know. It just feels so, I hate to use the word fucking natural, but like, it feels like it's coming by itself. I well, guess. that's where I think these things get confusing. And I think 
when we talk about love, it was similar. Like these are feelings and practices. Like they're mm. they're two different things. And the right. feeling, like I can see my kid and just feel love. Like I don't have to do almost anything. You know what I mean? Like I just see my kid doing something fun or smiling or playing right. at the beach and I'm just overwhelmed by this feeling of love. But that's not the same as practicing love for them by making sure we have electric, making sure we have healthy food in the house, making sure, you know, there's they are slightly different. To me though, that feels a little bit like chicken or the egg. Like which came first? And would you be able to would you be having those experiences now had you not done everything that came before it. I think it's really hard and I struggle with this a lot to parse out, you know, what, what comes from where, like what positive, what positive um, growth have I seen as a result of actual tangible work that I've done versus just changes in time or getting more mature or some other thing like we don't have a control right this experiment there's no control so it's very hard to say okay this was because I was doing xyz or this is not because I was doing xyz it's because of some other thing totally unrelated and that mm. feels a little bit like I, I don't know right. but I think that you can't rule out that your ability to have that gratitude now is definitely not because of some of the gratitude work that you attempted in the past. That's yeah. No, I don't think fair. I, I, here's my only little caveat to that. It's like, it, that sometimes feels like I have positive feelings in my life. Like I can still feel love and gratitude and compassion and all those things. Despite the fact that I'm in a 12 step fellowship working steps. Like those are things that I can feel that other people feel that have never been to a 12-step fellowship. <laughs> right. So any time that I have this positive thing going on in my life doesn't 100% accredit it to the fact that I'm in a 12-step fellowship working steps. Now, for me, the idea of the 12-step process is that those are feelings that I like, so I learn to practice them and cultivate them and grow them and keep focused on them. Um but yeah, it's hard to say because I was in this fellowship, I feel love or I feel gratitude. Well, right. Well, and that's I think I think we're saying the same thing okay. just from different. Yeah, yeah. Is that it's you it, you don't know what to attribute it to. Right. So you so you can't say it definitively either way. Right. Well, yeah. But if I'm going to say like some of those gratitude lists I made that felt useless at the time actually helped me get to the place I'm out of gratitude, then I also have to say. Well, yeah, all the using and being homeless and not feeding myself also helped me in my journey to gratitude. One hundred percent. I think yeah, it I did. That it doesn't necessarily mean it was. Uh, I don't want to label it positive or negative. That doesn't mean that if I want to learn gratitude or experience gratitude from this point forward in my life, that those are good suggestions. I guess. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's what <laughs> don't I'm do. At. Don't do any of that stuff again. <laughs> right. Maybe you need to. I don't. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not trying to, to discredit any piece of my life and what it has helped me get to this point. Like, I think it was all had its purpose, I guess, or, or, or a point, maybe. Um, and yet the thing that's felt like it's made a difference, and maybe this is something I can try to give newer members to as a way to evaluate, like those early practices didn't feel like they shifted the way I felt inside. 
right? Whereas like some of the work that I've been able to do since then has shifted the way I felt inside. And it feels like with the shift of the way I've felt, all this other shit is so much easier to access and practice and do. And so maybe that's the the question for people in 12 steps. If they're wondering, do I need outside help? Or is this going to be, you know, quote unquote, enough to get me to where I want to be is, does the practices you're doing feel like they're relieving the misery or pain of your life? Like if they are, then you're probably on the right track. And if they're not, maybe it's time to look for outside help. Maybe it's time to say, oh, these practices aren't working. Maybe it's not me sucking at life. Maybe I just need extra help. Yeah, that's fair enough. I, think I mean, a- I think that's what I challenge myself to of why I stay and keep going and do the things that I do. Mm-hmm. Like I constantly ask myself, is this still working for me? Mm-hmm. Like, is this still something that has benefit and value in my life? Mm-hmm. You know. Somebody asked me recently, and I'm just, I'm still unsure about this one, and maybe, you know, unless we have other points, this would be the last place we go. They were asking me if I was proud of myself in a moment for something I had done. And I felt like, and what I tried to explain to them was that I don't feel like I really experience pride. What I feel when people think I would feel pride is gratitude, is what it feels like for me in those moments. Like, I'm not like... Oh man, I'm, I'm, and, and you know, this is obviously not true now because I'm back to vaping. But when I quit vaping, I wasn't like, I'm proud of myself for quitting vaping. It was like, man, I am so thankful that I was like, this was removed from my life or that I was able to put it down. And so I, I don't know if that's a thing or not. Like, it, I, is pride actually gratitude or is that something different? Or? I think it's about where but, you're attributing that. Yeah. Are you taking credit for the change? Or are you... Well, and in, a, yeah, in my life concept, I, I don't really think people get credit for anything. So that probably makes sense that I just think it's gratitude. Like, this is great. The universe, let it happen. Yeah, so, well, and I think, all right, so I go to the gym on a regular basis. I've mm. done that for years. I'm proud of myself for that. Mm. But I don't think that's gratitude. For me, it's not gratitude. That's a different feeling. And like, see, I'm like... I'm sorry, I cut you off, but I, right. I'm like thankful that the combination of the universe and I'm thankful that I've been able to dedicate and take care of myself in those moments. Not yeah. like, oh yeah, I'm so glad I did this. It's more like, ah, oh, see, and that's God, where gratitude for me for comes me. in, like with my kids and my family and all that stuff. I'm like, I feel like so much of like raising my kids and the people they turned out to be is just, I'll say luck, but it's like. That's just, that's kind of stuff I'm grateful for. So Mm. much shit that's totally beyond my control that I have absolutely nothing to do with that they are the way that they are, that they weren't in some accident, that some horrible thing didn't happen, that there wasn't some sort of whatever. I'm like, God, I'm just grateful I have these healthy kids and this life. (laughs) Doesn't that all apply to the gym though? Isn't it great that you weren't in an accident and could keep going all that time regularly and that you didn't get an injury in the gym and that. You did it at a mild rate at first to not, you know, overexert or hurt yourself. Like, well, maybe there's some true? gratitude in there, but the mm. the pride, I guess, for me is important. But I'm a person that has like low self esteem and mm. self worth, so I think pride for me is kind of important. Now I can take it to the extreme and take it to like this ego place that I gotta watch. But right. I was thinking pride versus gratitude, and what what things in my life am I proud of myself for? Versus what am I grateful for? And the two big ones I think that I settled on was I am proud of myself for finishing my most recent degree. I am grateful that I got clean. 
and found 12-step recovery. Mm. Are you proud of yourself for finishing your master's? Not, not really. No? I don't. So recently, ever since I tried to explain that I don't feel pride to this person, I, I've been wondering if maybe I do. Recently, I've felt this experience with being happy with myself. And I'm like, well, maybe that's pride. Yeah, maybe that's, that's I mean, that's I'm what like, I think I'm, pride I'm is. pretty happy yeah. with myself. For, that's for that, I, that's how I would describe it for me. It's like I'm happy with myself. So like, it's like, <laughs> but it still feels like it's a very low level component for me. So kind of like you said, you feel like your disposition is more just based towards being a grateful person in general. I feel like where I've gotten to now, it feels more like I skew more towards that feels like, and maybe that's just what I believe about the world, about how it works. Like the universe does shit and I don't, right? I just show up. So like. <laughs> Maybe that's where it is, but yeah, there's a lot more gratitude than there is happy with myself. It's just like, yeah, it's kind of there. Yeah, I'm kind of happy that happened. <laughs> huh. I don't know. Does that answer your question? I think it does, yeah. Okay. Was there any more thoughts about gratitude, stuff we didn't cover? The only other thing I was thinking with gratitude is it is a thing that there are levels to. Like, I can be grateful that I have a car and a home and all that stuff, mm -hmm. but I feel a way different level of gratitude when I think about like the health of my kids or my family or my marriage or my recovery. Like, you know, there are levels to my gratitude. So sometimes when we make a gratitude list, if I just list out a bunch of, I hate to say surfacey shit, but the fact that, oh, I got a nice car and I have nice clothes and I have cable, like those are things to be grateful for, but maybe there's some things that are a little deeper that like you said, you know, being grateful for that moment with your kid brought tears to your eyes. Like right. that helps us figure out what our values are and, you know, what we really have to be grateful for. That actually makes me wonder if like people who felt more like I did uh, tend to skew towards the, the physical things we have because nothing else feels good. So that's mm. the thing where our logic brain can look at and say, <laughs> right. well, I got a bed, I got a car, I got a job. Right. Like, yeah. I don't feel good, so I don't have any right. of that shit. I don't maybe recognizing like I have quality relationships. Right. I have people in my life that love and care about me today. Yeah. I have people that want to know about my well-being, like those things. Yeah, yeah. So try to maybe, – maybe that's just a good sign if you're listing only physical – items you have or belongings maybe that's a good sign to like oh shit i'm not in a good place <laughs> I, i'm not even feeling good enough to recognize my relationships yeah. yeah i would agree with that material possessions aren't necessarily where we're gonna get you know our, our best source of happiness right well i i have nothing else to add i am grateful that we do this show i'm grateful for people who listen that inspire us to continue recording the show because if not we'd probably just talk and stop recording um i don't know I'm grateful for a lot in my life and uh, glad we could have an episode of talking about gratitude, even though I'm still not sure it exists. <laughs> Anybody else? All right. Let's go out there. Be grateful. Have a great week. We'll see you next week. Did you like this episode? Share it with people you think might get something out of it. Check out the rest of our episodes at recoverysortof.com. Also, while you're there, you can find ways to link up with us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Reddit, YouTube, anything. We're always looking for new ideas. Got an idea you want us to look into? Reach out to us. <laughs>